Hi, and welcome to episode 79 of the Great Answer Europe podcast. My name is Andre, and with me as always, my co-host, my co-host Osai. What's up, What's up man? What's, What's up, up, man? And joining us on the podcast today is a special guest. It's quarterback for the AIK football team. It's Ludwig Palsom. Welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Good to have you on. Should we talk about our ads? It's a part of the episode. So we have uh, a new year and a new season is just around the corner. So make sure to get yourself ready with fresh new football gear. And what better place to get your gear than the biggest reseller in Scandinavia, Contact Sports. What makes Contact Sports unique is its special relationship with brands like Xtech, who give them the exclusive license to sell their products in Sweden, Finland, and Norway. If you have any questions to the guys at Contact Sports, feel free to contact them on their website or visit their store in person. And if you're interested in what happens behind the scenes, visit their YouTube channel. Not to do a branding here, but their water bottles are awesome. I got one today. I don't know if they released them yet. This is a pre-release, but their water bottles, Quick Slant, are really nice. I recommend them very highly. Yeah, they have. I, I've seen those as well. They're they're going to be good. I, I hope we're going to have them on the sidelines this season. That would be fun. And use Discount Chit Show to buy your water bottle. <laughs> so Ludwig, tell us, how did football start for you, buddy? How it all you started? Have, you have been playing for a long time. Yeah, I, 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 I've said this before. I don't think I've spoken to you before, really, but I've said it. I've... I've played this AIK quarterback at every damn level of football in Sweden since U15. <laughs> I do feel like I've known you for my entire life, which I've almost done. But I'm actually, so I'm entering my 20th season this year, um, which feels kind of weird in a way. But How old are you? I'm turning 27 in, uh, what is it, three weeks from now, pretty much. So I started when I was seven, because uh, my older brother, he played uh, with type Flyers. And um, yeah, he just forced me down to a practice. We were three people on my team. Um, what What is there to say from the early days? There was not many players we had to uh, uh, we had to put uh, all teams together at tournaments. And um, nobody really had a position. My first position was left guard. Uh, for the people who know me, I'm not the biggest dude. I wasn't the biggest dude back then either. But um, so I can say my first introduction to the sport was I played left guard against all the love. I got my ass knocked out. And the people that don't know, Olanda is usually big human beings. Oh, yeah. And also on that note, like Pee back then, there was quite the age gaps. So this kid that lined up against me, he was probably 12, 13, probably. Yeah, something like that. He was huge in my eyes. He knocked me out. I laid on the ground. I looked up to the sky. I thought the I thought my life was over start crying my brother came up to me and he was like stop acting like a bitch and that's pretty much how my football journey started so um who remembers u13 before they put the 65 kgs rule uh, i think that's uh, always been a rule as far no, as i know no no i think that that's always been a rule in like dukes and stuff like that because i remember Uppsala had a running back way back he was he was built like a man. He was probably like thirty, and really, <laughs> he's pretending to be a ten-year-old kid. But he was definitely above sixty-five kilos. I can guarantee that. I mean, how how strictly people actually enforce that rule might have been different. I I don't know how long it's been a rule, but for as long as I can remember, uh, there's been 
that rule, but yeah, I I, I started playing in two thousand six, so maybe pre two thousand six it was different. See, I swear yeah. to God, this year I had a Limham coach tell me like, no, no, he weighs sixty four. I'm like, no, this kid weighs more than me. He cannot run the ball. He said, <laughs> no, no, I weighed him today. I'm like, no, you didn't. Show me. It's like, okay, okay. I will start pulling at the lineman. I'm like, good. <laughs> the kid was bigger than me, and he swears to God that he's 64. Uh, so uh, did you yeah. grow up playing for Tabby Flyers? Yeah. So I played for Flyers all the way up to uh, U17. Because back then, uh, Northside Bulls had uh, U17 and U19. So I played, yeah, both those uh U17 and U19 in Bulls and went on to play uh, senior football for Bulls. And yeah, then we switched to AIK and that's where I'm at right now. So, Tabby, you, you guys are the richest part in city in Sweden, right? Or commune? Uh, second, yeah. Sec oh, who got you guys? Who got you? <laughs> Dandrid, which is next <laughs> next to us, so. <laughs> okay, so why do you got like, so cheap jerseys? Does it look like? In Tabby? Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't tell. <laughs> uh, I don't know. If, are you I'm old enough? Honest, I feel like it should be the other way around, but. Yeah. You, sh you guys should look like really fancy, like have gold helmets. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the size of the sport, but. But did you know your city produces the most amount of athletes in Sweden? Do you know that fact? Actually, I, I heard that. And I, I think you told me this during Dukes, because I've been thinking about this <laughs> every week since. Yeah, I said it. I think you were sitting there when I talked to Brinkenfeld about it. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually been thinking about that because. On the street where I grew up, I know. Well, I played football. I played football. Did you uh, grow up on the streets of on the Tabby? Street, on the streets of Tabby, yeah. <laughs> it was a rough neighborhood, man. You've seen all the lawyers out there. <laughs> My neighbor only got a Mercedes. <laughs> no, but we had another dude. He play. He plays uh, basketball for the national team. There are two. Two twin girls who are like really good at golf so you got me thinking a lot about the people who is doing sports and tapping i think yeah i think it might be true actually yeah it, it's a fact see i think Jon olson is from that area or not uh i have no no isn't he further up in sweden yeah maybe maybe, maybe i'm mistaken now we're off track here <laughs> quite <laughs> off track were, were you old enough to play with brinkenfeld or no yeah uh, Wait, no, I'm not to play with. Uh, I've practiced with him, but well, he's, uh, he's older than you. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's five years older than me. I don't think I ever played with. He he coached me, and I've coached with Brinken, but I only think I've practiced with him for a short amount of time. That was way back, so I can't really remember. Was it the two days? With the okay. student. Yeah, the Bulls. If I played with him back then? Yeah, he played for the Bulls, right? Or only Tabby? Uh, no, he played with Bulls, but uh, there's too large of an age gap between us there. I never played with him in Bulls. So what happened to those two Bulls? What does it stand for? Solna Tabby or...? Yeah, so STU stands for Solna Tabby United. So... Uh, Back in 06, both Tabby and Swanna were kind of in a situation where they had to like become one team in order to make stuff work. Um, and then they went on from there. And um, after a while, both organizations became more independent. And uh, 2020 is when we started AIK. So ever since, it's been kind of I mean, I guess you could say divided in a way. Yeah, because a AIK, if I understand it correctly, you guys are very much your own thing. You're not really connected to no. any of those other programs from no. the olden days. 
I can say this. So AIK has a U19 and a U17. Uh, there might be a more natural way for players to come to AIK since we're practicing where Swanla has always practiced and still practice in younger ages. Uh, there are some tabby guys who, who comes to us because it's the closest organization for them uh, when they get to uh, to the senior level. Yeah. So I would say that's pretty much the only like uh, connection we have to one another nowadays. Yeah, some sort of player overlap, but not really any official kind of agreements or anything about no. having their players go to you or no. No, because Tabby has a lot of guys who are going to like. We we've got two guys from Tabby this year, uh, but most of the guys that Tabby had in U19 last year went went on to play for uh, Stockholm this year. I know Ostman yeah. plays for Stockholm this year. I think. Yeah, but see, he's originally from yeah. Stockholm. Ah, but Stockholm had no senior team, no U19 team, so he had to play for Tabby. Yeah, exactly. Because we had some Stockholm kids in U19 last year. Um, see, how could you be the richest team in Sweden and not have a U19 team and have like two U17 players? <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> That's a like... question to answer. You're, you're you're asking it the question to the wrong person outside. <laughs> Aren't you all the Stockholm area people like you know each other? I still think Stockholm is a small city. Uh, it's kind of uh, I don't know what to say. It's kind of incest in a way, I guess. But so your Elgigantan is bigger than than the city I live in. The what? The El Giganten in Stockholm is bigger than my city. I mean, which El Giganten are we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got more than one. <laughs> no. I, I, I'm not sure what you're trying to measure here, outside. <laughs> the sheer size of Stockholm. Like, how can you not pull enough people to make a team? That is actually a good question. Uh, yeah, I, don't I mean, have an answer for it, but I mean, it, it it's a huge issue across the entire country that teams teams aren't able to field these U nineteen squads because they just don't have enough committed guys in that age group. Yeah, it's a huge age group. It's like from seventeen to nineteen. Because I've been I've been thinking a lot, like so other bigger cities like Gothenburg and uh, uh, Malmö. I always have, I've, I've always thought like how can't there be more players in those teams? It's not that they're few necessarily but a city like Gothenburg, well now they have two teams but shouldn't there be, be like more teams in a city like that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the sort of Stockholm and surrounding areas, you guys have like what eight clubs or something in the area. I mean, yeah, probably. But if you compare it to how many soccer clubs in the area, you got like twenty instead. <laughs> no, we have no, but five like... soccer clubs in my in my little area in Tabia, yeah, where I live. So, and all of them are full. <laughs> yeah, but but like if you compare. Gothenburg, there's only one team, and the closest club, like going, you've got Burus not too far away, but they haven't been active lately. And the closest team going south is uh, Halmstad, who aren't active right now. <laughs> so, like, they've got a huge area to get people from, yeah. and the second largest city in Sweden. Exactly. But, there, but up until now, there's only been one team. And then, I... and then in Ma in Malmo, we've got uh, the whole western region of uh, Skåne here. We've got between Malmo, Lund, Eslöv, Staffanstorp, there's only one team who's active. How, how, only... big, how big are the areas around compared to like Limon? Well, Malmo is 
big. I'm not sure exactly how many people live there, if it's 200 something thousand. But then Lund is pretty high up there among the biggest cities in Sweden as well. Yeah. And, th and then there are some towns and smaller cities around that area as well. That Malmö has 344. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Definitely underestimate that number. <laughs> no, but CC, I have a theory about that. <clears throat> it's a genius theory. Bigger cities have trouble dressing people. Like a medium-sized city is perfect for sports. Because too big of a city, they have too many options. Yeah. Medium size, you can like the word about that sport gets around quicker. Like, see, Stockholm, barely people know they have American football and have 100 clubs. Kijuansta, because it's a small enough city, people know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Karlskrona, who's not, Karlskrona is pretty big, but like, Kosom is not, not big enough that you can get enough people. So that, that theory is very correct, I think. But but then, on the other hand, we've got a number of what, what I guess you can define as medium-sized cities that, that just don't have teams at all. Yeah, that is true. You guys have been playing enough to see the heyday of football in Sweden and the dying of football in Sweden. <laughs> Osa How... Osaid is very negative about the future of football. <laughs> Yeah, it's rising. I mean, it doesn't it's look rising. Too good in, in the younger ages right now. So, I'm not saying you guys are dinosaurs, but you've seen the highlights, and we've definitely seen the ups and uh, ups and downs. Yeah, I mean, back when both Luda and I were one year apart, I think, and we have both when we went through like U15 and U17 ranks. The, sta the standard for the good teams was that you had 30 guys on your roster, and that was kind of like a small-ish or medium-sized roster. Yeah. Yeah, I and, mean, when I played in U15, we were like 50-plus 50, 50 guys. Yeah, it's insane. And I, I, I thought we had a small age group because we had the, the, the guys who were two years older than me, they were tons of kids. So I thought in my age group, we had a really small one, but okay. we still had 25, 30 guys. And you play seven men. No, we played 11 men, but, but 25, 30 guys. And me right now would think, oh, that's a lot of people. But then I look back and think, wait, we were way more people back then. For sure. Because I remember going up against you guys in like in the younger ages in Kirkhansa. You had a lot of players, and the age group you're talking about that that's the kids born in '95, right? Yeah, exactly. they were really good. I remember that. Yeah, I mean it's probably one of the best uh, football generations uh, a single team has ever had. Oh yeah, for sure. In this country. And Kirkhansa's O one. Those are Hall of Famers, all of them. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I, I really like you guys aside, and you, ha you were a really good age group, but you don't quite stack up to our '95 group. I will uh, say that much. I can tell you this: when I went up against Kirchhanstra, that age group in dudes one year, I was so scared. I've never been more scared in my life because you guys had what was it? Uh, Adam Bloom is probably the scariest one. Yes, <laughs> it was the scariest. Aladdin is also scary. And I remember, actually, I played kick of return that game. I just chopped somebody's knees off, and the referee was yelling me out because I did it. I was just straight up scared. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, that illegal? Yes, it's it very is illegal. illegal. And I mean, it's kind of kind of sucks getting your knees chopped out when you're running full speed on kickoff. But yeah, you guys yeah. were you guys were real good back then. So, Ludwig, in your Duke's days, did you guys have like leather helmets and one bar, or how did it look? Yeah, we had leather helmets, no shoulder pads. 
We didn't play on grass. We played on, on, uh, <laughs> on concrete. On concrete. <laughs> no the field food. wasn't built yet, so we played in the uh, uh, parking lot. Osaid, we're, we're talking like 2010s here, not the 1940s, <laughs> man. <laughs> Actually, I can tell you this, though. By summer, before they re rebuilt by summer, that was pretty much concrete. It's the shittiest field of all time. Uh, have you visited Visit AKB, buddy. Yeah, uh, I mean, only if it's a game. Otherwise, I probably won't. But... <laughs> you, you, thinking... you, you should take a visit to Ekebi's field just to just to have a look at it. Is it close to your guys' field? No, no it's not. It's not remotely close. It, Is it's it close to it, any field that we're gonna play on this year. No, it's kind of close to Helsing Boy. It's not close to any human activities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a good way to explain it. Ekebu is like a tiny village. Uh, I don't know, like a 20-minute car ride east of Helsingborg. You will never go to Ekebu on your way to somewhere else. No, never. Because that's what I was thinking. I, I don't see, other than playing a game there, I don't see why I would go there. No, you wouldn't. That, that's the whole thing. You know, the population of Ekebu grows by, like, it's... 15 people then it becomes like 50 people when they have a, a home game <laughs> then it goes back to 15 people <coughs> and 13 of them plays on the field <laughs> but did you ever play in the super series or you're not that age yeah i did play in the super series uh actually i played one full season and uh, so i started practicing with the seniors one year early and I dressed for some games. Uh, in in 2015, then? Yeah, it has to be somewhere around there. B because that's the year we beat you guys in the semifinal with U19s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, that's the uh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> that was a good team you guys had back then as well. But um, In what division? Uh, U19. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we we well we obviously made it to the finals, but then we totally blew it in the second half against Costa. Totally blew that game. Yeah, it's a recurring theme in Cajuanza. We blow it in the finals. At least you get there. See, I don't think Cajuanza ever had a close semifinals until this year. No, I mean most of our <laughs> semifinals were kind of close when I was younger. My last ones were like, we killed Tirse, we destroyed the existence of Uppsala. <laughs> yeah, you guys did have some weird semi-final games, but my, my my last two years, I think we won, I, I don't remember, did we we beat you guys by like 10 or 14? It's a two-score game, and I think we beat Tirse by nine the following year, so yeah. they've been kind of close games. Was it the still box back though in the U19? No? The, the Bulls, yeah. The Bulls, box, yeah. sorry. The, the, your guys' uniforms are probably the best uniforms in all time in Sweden. Okay. No, that's still, oh. I don't know why I like them that's so cool. much. I mean, wait until you say AOK's new uniforms this season. What do you wait, 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 wait. You guys have a new uniform? You've only been playing for uh, okay. three seasons. Okay, we have an away uniform. But we oh, only did it back okay. for a couple of years. Wait, you only had one uniform? Yeah. And now you have all white. Wow. I can't say more than that. <laughs> it's it's a it's soccer team colors. What's that? Um, it's a soccer team colors. White shorts and black yeah, shirts. I mean, it's not as, yeah. See, I, I, I'm a manager for I know. Oh, and you have all the inside scoop then. See, in FIFA, yes. I don't know in football. It wasn't an option in FIFA. But but yeah, I don't think any other team in Division One has worn uh, black anyway. So I don't think you've run into any problems. Uh, red bucks. Oh yeah, they did, but they didn't make the playoffs, so it didn't really matter when we were split in two divisions. Yeah, I mean, we've never had any issue with it, so. So how was your Super Series experience when it actually was decent league back then? Um, 
in the good old days. I can say this. My, the year I went up a year early, we had an Amer- American quarterback. His name was Isaiah Kemp. Uh, that, just him helping me out, that was an awesome experience. Uh, the season after that was... Uh, we weren't that good. It was kind of rough, to be honest. Uh, uh, d- did you start at quarterback that season? Uh, some games. We had a Canadian quarterback as well. But I started, uh, what was it, the last two games. Okay. Might, might have been three. Uh, other than that, I played receiver. So this was like back when Costa had those really <laughs> good teams and all that. So Yeah, they I were in the... You- they were in the mid- middle of that streak, so they were probably at the peak of their powers. Yeah, I think we lost, what was it, 82 to zero against them. We had to go to their place. That was the toughest bus ride home of all time. You didn't play defense, right? No. <laughs> I really want to ask somebody, how did they tackle their running back? The, what is his name, Brad or not? Brett Kep? Yeah, that huge dude. I'm yes. interested in how people like tackled him. Here's a fun story. <laughs> the year I went up early, I played uh, in the front five on kickoff return. And I had, so my responsibilities was that I could pick the first guy from the inside. It don't matter if I took the, the guy on the right or the guy on the left. So I lined up, I first looked over and I see uh, Christian, what's his name? Christian Killian. The linebacker? Yeah. yeah, okay. I looked at him. I'm like, there's no freaking way I'm gonna block this dude. <laughs> I'm gonna take the other guy and look to the other side, and that was Brett. Um, <laughs> Pick your poison. Yeah, um, I actually tried out both of them, but yeah, they're they're way too big for me. Because I know that linebacker is huge. Like he's really tall. Yeah, he's really big. And the running back, like, and how old are you? How old were you then? Uh, 17, 18, somewhere around there. You were still kind of a kid, like, that's trauma, man. Yeah, I was a kid, it was trauma. How do you feel? How are you? I'm still thinking about it. You still get nightmares. Going all the way back to my first snap when my brother told me to not be a bitch. It was kind of like just putting that stuff out there. Okay, you know that, I think he just got signed by an ELF team. His name is Emil. He played college. He played for Gothenburg. Really big linebacker. Oh, yeah. Emil uh, Hovda. He's, he's massive. So my first year in U19, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to block his ass. He didn't even like, I tried blocking him low. My shoulders and his stomach, he's going down. I don't think he saw me. So he's like, I bounced on his knees. Like he played high knees with me. Because I threw myself at him and he played high knees with me, then went down and made the tackle. Then I told the return, like, listen, I got him this time. He's the only one that making the tackle. Okay. He said like, yeah, just block him. Like my man. He did it again. He doesn't see like he didn't see me the entire game. He just bounced. It was a bad experience. <laughs> I, I still get scared. If I see him on the street, I'm running. I feel like this became like a trauma episode yeah. for all of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the best trauma moment. episode. Uh, <laughs> therapy session. <laughs> uh, Andre lined up against uh, Isaac Moore, so he got also trauma. <laughs> No, I, I I don't think I lined up against Isaac. I think I lined up against the other Earl Blue tackle, who was the same damn yeah. size as Isaac. <laughs> Dude, I coached the United Bulls that year when they had all those guys. And when they came onto the field, I'm like, this is one of the biggest team I've ever seen. There was they were you, huge. You guys won the championship like pretty comfortably. The, the, the European in the think, in what now? The, like Lonslo, the national team won that champ, like the EM or what's his name, pretty comfortably. When those guys played, did they? Uh, they might have. <clears throat> did you win uh, as a coach? Did you? As a coach? 
Yeah, but I was with the oh, you're talking all the way back to Elu. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We I I don't think uh, I lost a single game with the national teams when I coached. <laughs> exactly. It was Is the other way around with the the men's team though, because that that was the only time I actually played with Isaac Moore, because he was on one of those teams. Are you were a player too? Yeah, for the men's team. But I can't remember. I remember him from a practice, but I can't remember from the games. But, Did but you he's, feel a comfortable? Really, he's a really good player. I can tell you that. I, yeah, he kicked my ass. Actually, that's another <laughs> trauma. <laughs> is he allowed okay. to declare for the draft this year, or is it next year? No, it's this year. He, I, I'm pretty sure he's. So he might done. get drafted. He might. He, he's or, been a he's yeah. been a four year starter at Temple. So yeah. He's done. So you can't play him with Mom feet on Madden now. <laughs> no, not yet. yet. Not yet. Next year. Not yet. Anyway. Play on the on the next Madden. Maybe it's, if it's he so makes it. It's so freaky playing video games with people like you know in the game. I don't know why the, I do. One one of my former classmates is in the NHL. So I play with him like so weird, and I know one guy in FIFA. It's so freaking weird. Yeah. You feel but, so unaccomplished. But you uh, you mentioned uh, coaching a bit, Luda. You haven't really uh, brought that up. How did you uh, get into uh, coaching? Because you've been doing that quite a bit, and you're are you going to be coaching anything this year? Yeah. So. Uh... I'm actually also the offensive coordinator for AIK this year. Um, so I'm coaching and playing uh, this year. But it all got started with... How did it get started? My, my older brother was coaching Tebby Flyers like U11 a year. And he asked me to help out. And uh, the year after, Brinken asked me if I wanted to coach with him. Uh, I'd say, so I followed Brinken for some years coaching. And um, he also asked me if I wanted to coach in Ubudu together with him. Uh, so that's kind of how I got started and just went on. Do you so, enjoy coaching? I like coaching. It's fun. It's just um, when I stopped coaching, I felt that there was this, this a, a season where there was just too much football because I coached the season, I played the season, I coached national teams, and it was just football every day, a whole year around. And I felt that I needed some time off from coaching. Um, here's how I see it. I can, I can coach forever if I want to, but I can't play forever. So, um, but yeah, I definitely missed it. I think it's fun to coach. That's what I want to do the day that I retire as well. So, and now, and now you'll be able to kind of do that in the whole dual role as a playing OC. Exactly. And I'm excited. Were you the OC last year also? Uh, kind of. I mean, kind of. I was more of the play caller, so to speak. I, you did like you play. You, did, you picked the only like your own plays. Uh, so here, here's what happened. Um, our head coach uh, had to resign for personal reasons. Um, so we, and this was pretty close to when the season was starting. So we kept this playbook. I just added some few plays, but the system was pretty much the same. Because we we worked on it for a couple of months, so it felt kind of stupid to just scrap everything a couple of weeks before the season. So I'd say I was more of a play caller last year compared to this year. Because you had a pretty good season. After watching a lot of tape, I don't, not a lot of tape, watching a couple <laughs> of your games, you probably was you were probably were the best quarterback in Division One, from my view. Well, thank you. Um, 
It's either me or Victor. I can't Victor was that. out, so yeah, he was he was injured basically <laughs> two thirds of the season. So, so the only thing Victor has on you is he like he's built like a D lineman, so he can run better than you. What I noticed, yeah. not hurdle. I haven't seen you hurdle anybody. <laughs> Uh, either you will never see me hurdle anybody. I, I mean, if we're gonna compare our Division One quarterbacks to NFL guys, you can probably say that uh, Luda here is uh, more, maybe more similar to like Drew a Brees. Drew Brees figure, and uh, and uh, Victor, he's a friggin' Big Ben out there. Yeah, yeah Victor is huge actually, and he has a really strong arm. Maybe closer to Cam Newton even. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I think you and the Gothenburg quarterback. He's he he's not that flashy, but he's like the most responsible quarterback. Like he doesn't turn the ball over. Who the, me um, or Victor? No, the Gothenburg quarterback. I don't know his no, name. Gothenburg. Yeah. What is it? Philip Antonsson, right? Yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's he, he's actually he's really good because he like he's responsible. He doesn't turn he doesn't turn the ball over or. But the other quarterbacks in Division One is like. Some of them are carried by the run game on offensive line. Olanda. <laughs> Olanda's quarterback has the must have the easiest job in the world this year. They could run the ball against anybody. He could throw it like to literally any of his receivers, and all of them were good. I kind of feel like that's gonna be my year, though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have a running back this year? We do running backs. We have uh, four or five of them, but we have really good receivers this year. I can tell you that. Leander is coming back. Yeah, Leander is not playing receiver this year. <laughs> so you have not, enough receivers. He, he's not going to have the two way this season. I mean, no, I feel, I think he feels kind of good about it, but no, we have so many good receivers, so we kind of don't need Leander on offense anymore. I feel AK is so hyped up for their, their first game against Limham at home. Oh, dude, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> how, how excited are you guys? Um, dude, we're so excited. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I mean, that that's really a he heavyweight matchup, too, because both teams have been at the top or like in second place in their respective divisions every season since uh, the current constellation of division one so you guys getting to square off square off in an opener is kind of really interesting yeah dude i'm super excited also we lost against them two years in a row now you, uh, you do not like the south anymore <laughs> or you never did i'm done with going down to malmo i can tell you that um uh, do you want another overtime game in Kijuansta, no, perhaps? No. <laughs> That's the only thing with the, this whole new series. I think it's a really good thing. Uh, I think it's going to be more fun of more fun games. Uh, it's also fun playing against you guys down in Skwana. But um, the only issue I have with this whole new series is that I always manage to end up in overtime down there. So... Uh, we're we're inevitably gonna tie when you guys come down here. I almost guarantee it. We, we we've tied in three games the past two seasons. I promise you, there's gonna be a tie thrown in there. Yeah, it's not, It's always against Kikonsa as well that I, we go into. I mean, it's been Limham too as well. But Limham, they beat you guys with like two points, or was it seven to zero? Then they took a safety. The first loss we had against them, um, I can't remember the score, but it was a tight one. Yeah, it was seven yeah. to two. They took a safety. Then yeah, like yeah, that sounds familiar. Last year was overtime. Actually, it was two overtimes. Wow! Uh, that they beat us with. How yeah. many? How many hours did that game take? Two business days. <laughs> two business days. Yeah. <laughs> it like went on forever. It's also. Uh, Limam is such a, they're, I mean, they're a physical team. So uh, playing almost an extra full quarter against them kind of felt in your body afterwards as well. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a few years ago, we played a game against Limham in the regular season. We managed to pull out a win in the end, but we that game took 
four hours, like legit four hours to complete a regular season game. And for for most of the game, I had to two-way because I had to jump in uh, due to injuries at different spots on offense. So like I, Retired. I, I was going both ways in a four-hour affair. I, I think I had a headache for three days, and I don't think I had a concussion. <laughs> Pro- probably, yeah, probably, probably dehydration for three days. That sounds no. right. That was pretty much how Leander felt all last year. Just running dead sweeps and then jumping in on defense. Yeah, did he run routes or only jet sweeps? No, he ran routes. Because the rumor was that only he only ran jet sweeps and managed to be one of the top receivers. He ran a lot of jet sweeps, especially in the second half of the season. But actually, it's kind of a funny story with Leander because we had to put him at receiver last year. And I can tell you this Leander was not that good of a receiver in the beginning at practice. Yeah, he said it. He said that he couldn't run any routes or something. No, he was Mr. Brickchance. But um, he managed to, to get into the position. But I don't think I'm... a receiver is that hard to be good at. <sighs> Like it's, if, you, if you're an athlete, you can play receiver. Like Ludwig, instead of you, you played your entire life quarterback besides left guard in year 13. <laughs> then in the Super Series, they put you as a receiver. It worked probably, didn't it? I mean, it, it did work. I can tell you this. It's hard. I think the route running is the hardest part. Also, because I played slots, so I had to do a lot of crossing routes over the middle. I think that's the hardest part. Did you get killed any time or no? Oh yeah, a hundred times. But uh, <laughs> but I think if you if you're good at running routes, I definitely think it's easier to play receiver. Because I played receiver and I had a catch for Christ's sake, so it's it's easy enough for me to do it. So I think anybody could do it. You, you know you, the smoke streets. Played receiver. Listen, listen, not a single drop the entire season. One on one. No, you don't have to say it. it sounds better <laughs> without the stats. Hey, this time it wasn't even me saying it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can play receiver in AIK if you want to. Um, see, I'm, I really want to no. switch to AIK. I want to wear the all black I mean, or the white in, pants. You're in Stockholm right now, so recruiting trip. Yep. Aside, aside, you know you will be you will be getting killed. Whenever you play against your old team, if you play for me? any other team in Division One, who's gonna catch me? You you are Not aware you. of this, right? You cannot catch me. So who's gonna catch you? No, I, I I'll have some hired guns. I I promise you. Does AIK play Kijuansta this year? Yes. Yeah. At home. I think we're going to your guys. This- yeah, we, we we got road trips to Mausta, uh, Arlanda, and uh, to Koskoga. So we at least got you guys at home. That's rough, though, going to Koskoga and Mausta. Oh, and in consecutive weeks as well. That sucks. See, as a person who yes. literally just drove to Stockholm today, it's a long trip. It is. It's very long. It's even longer with a bus. Like literally, I have I didn't have any podcast left to listen to. Like the last <laughs> hour, I was like, like, what now? Radio. Hell no. No. <laughs> do, do, do cars still have radio? Yeah, most of them actually do. Fun fact. Like the, the newer ones. Come on. <laughs> Hey, guys, yeah. I, I wish you guys the best against Limham this year. Now finally see the see them travel six hours, then try to play a game. Yep, it's uh, I'm excited for it. It's gonna be a fun game. Oh, by the way, I'm uh, I'm spoil I'm spoiling my preseason power ranking right now. I'm pretty damn sure I'm putting AAK at number one in the preseason power ranking. Yeah, well, I don't want to be bragging, but I would have done that too. <laughs> See, not but. saying because I'm on a recruiting trip here, but AIK looks good this year. 
They just need a key D-lineman. Are you going to be here this weekend, Osai? Yeah. So Contact Sport is coming to Barry Summer on Saturday, so... Use discount code SHITSHOW when you buy anything. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> no, I think it's going to be a really good uh, season. I mean, I like the fact that we put it all together. It's going to be fun to go up against a couple of new teams, but also I think it's going to be more obvious which teams are in the top, so to say, because these qualification games suck. They suck, yeah. Let's just yeah. be honest about it. Like, they should be played on a neutral ground, like Yenshoping. Nothing should be played in Yenshoping. No, but where is the middle? <laughs> give, give me the middle ground for all teams, like for the south and north. Yeah, I mean, if if you're going to put a middle ground between like uh, a Stockholm team and a team from Skåne, it probably would be Yenshoping. Yeah, like fix their field up, soft adapt, like buy their field, fix it, make it pretty, and have it like the neutral ground for every game. I can do. I rather go to Yon Shopping and play a game than to uh, Malmo. Yeah, because how far is Yon Shopping from Stockholm? Uh, what is it? Is with a bus, it's like four hours, maybe. How long is it to Malmo? Must be seven. Yeah, something like that. But you guys have the high-tech buses with the TVs and the reclining chairs. We have a nice bus, but I can tell you this. I go by car the day before, so. Ah, you, you're a veteran. Pretty smart. Yeah, I, I need that sleep before. Luda knows what he's doing. Yeah. But I, I, I'm starting to get really hyped up for this season. We, we actually had our first padded practice uh well, as we're speaking, yes, yesterday, but Tuesday, and uh, we we got some new guys coming out, and uh, or some old guys I haven't seen in a while, and it, we had a grand old time, and it's going to be really interesting. The all these teams we know, we have it confirmed that Easta has an import quarterback coming in, so that'll be an interesting team to see, and they have a. And their entire team basically is returning from last year, which was a very competitive team. Yeah. Kostuga has a receiver, but I think they need a quarterback. Yeah, they don't have a because their quarterback left. Yeah, he retired. Uh, and their backup quarterback is playing for Costa now. Yeah. I don't even know who's gonna be quarterback for them this year. <laughs> exactly. They run the Wildcat with their six four receiver from Canada. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, wasn't he a Tedan, the guy they recruited? He's massive. Yeah. And he's quarterback. Like looks like their, their old quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel and like I'm... one of their best players from last year was actually their Tedan. So <laughs> if they recruit another Tedan, it would be like. No, no, he's a receiver. He's. he's a receiver. Hey, hey, they're going. Uh... <laughs> 12 personnel all the time. A, a sets. They probably just put uh, Gia as the Wildcat quarterback. I keep forgetting his first name. Uh, anyways, he's really good. Koskuga. That might be the plan. Who knows? Maybe you're going to sign for Koskuga. Uh, or you already signed for <laughs> I'm already signed. I signed way back. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I want to be excited about this season, but I don't know where I'm going to play. Aside, teams out there. Come, come, come back to us. We're we're gonna play on the same D line. Come here, come here. I do uh, feel you guys could be sneaky good this year, though. I'm gonna say that because you I get a, Do you get some guys from your United team last year? I mean, yeah, I, I think uh, they will not be starters. I don't think so. It, yeah, they will. I, I mean, it it. It is looking a bit different, especially seeing our first padded practice yesterday. But in the preseason, I actually thought our entire O-line was going to be our U19 O-line. See, I, in the beginning, I thought like Kejuansta yeah, will be sucky this year. But the more players I start seeing, I'm like, yeah, they have a probably a bright future ahead of them. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've got some good things going on. I'm I, I I'm getting more and more optimistic about how this season could go for us. 
That's good. Could they beat Easter? Is the question Orlam have for that matter? Yeah, why not? I think AIK will match up good against Easter. Just so who do Easter have? Easter, do they still have? Uh, Timmy, the running back, and Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, I mean, you you can kind of say that Easter is a bit of a top-heavy team. They've got these two players who are absolute studs who are who would be really good on any super series team no, and their tackle yeah. palm he's freaking oh yeah and then they have uh, humpus, hum, humpus palm on the old line who's also terrific and but then they also have some guys who really j just watching the game they look like ro rookies out there like guys who haven't played much yeah and then they have and then they have everyone in between they've they've got the the, the wily veterans and they've got the 27 year old receiver who's uh, solid like they, they they've they've got a bit of everything so it's an interesting team does uh what's his name does Casper still play for yeah he's he's, he's the good receiver <laughs> yeah I, I think he he's led the game for a while now as well right what He's played for a while now, right? Oh yeah, he, he's uh, he's played for a long time. He played U19 in Kristianstad, and he's old, so I think. What do you mean he's old? Did you just call Ludo old? He's the same age as him. <laughs> Sorry, Lind. <laughs> <laughs> You're good, bro. No, no, is this interesting team? Limham is like great offensive line, good running game, and. A good quarterback who can complete the passes to his slot receivers. And an aggressive defense. They've got an aggressive defense. Yeah. I saw they sent some guys to the national teams. Uh, what is it? Tryout? Yeah. Their, head their DC is like their head coach is the DC for the national team. So oh, okay. automatically, like he brings his guys. I, yeah. I don't know. He's, he's not the head coach for Limham. Uh, it's, he, but he's involved with Limham, the guy who's the DC for the national team. I think it's Patrick Lundqvist. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Funny, it's funny how when like national team coach switches, like the entire roster switches with like players from that team. <laughs> like when Coach Walker and Tyson held the national team, it was like a Juan Stapertis and two other guys. <laughs> when Brinkenfeld had it, it's like Tabby and uh, three other dudes. <laughs> but I totally understand actually like when we did our own draft I drafted kind of and some other dudes <laughs> but but yeah I, I, who who from Lim, Limham was on the list I think <clears throat> Dennis Gogai uh, Strobel was, was Strobel on there Klaus Massetti I the, remember their D-line Jonathan Jonathan Jonathan, yeah, Ekemena was on there as well. There, uh, he has been for a while. Yeah, he he's really good though. He's really good. Is that the guy who wears like number sixteen? Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. He he made every tackle on kickoff. Like the past two years when we've played them, he made every tackle on kickoff, every single one. I could see that. He was, he's a he really good DB against us last year that we that we played them. He could lock up any receiver, besides me, maybe. <laughs> That's my new thing, bragging about my receiving ability. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a fun season. Yeah, just just don't herald anybody. Or we need to mention this. Did you guys have a bounty gate last year, or what's up? No. You asked me if, during if, as well. Yeah, I you asked you, this. Dukes. <laughs> Have you but ever he declined any allegations? Summer? Have you ever played on Bysomer? No. Try it out and you'll understand why the body feels like shit afterwards. That's probably the uh, reason. Is it is it harder than Gothenburg's field? I think it is. Yeah, it is. Have you have you played on the Gothenburg uh, field that they've been at? I think it's called Kvebay. I've never played. I co because that's that's the place that their uniting played last year, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never played 
I've never played there, but I coached there. It's, I mean, it's not the same, but you still felt the field. See, yeah, they put, they put like concrete. <laughs> no, then, no, but... uh, then some sand on it and called it a field. I, I remember walking out on that field uh, two years ago, and I was like, "Wait, what the hell is this turf?" <laughs> it's, it's sand. It's not turf. Like they were too cheap. Like Gothenburg is too broke to buy turf, so they put sand. I think yeah, we're gonna play on their field this year. Now that I'm thinking good, about it, good luck. You probably don't need that much luck, but uh, good luck not getting a concussion or. Getting sand in your eyes. I'll try. Here's a good thing, though. We're going to Gothenburg. And then we're going to you guys the weekend afterwards. And you guys have a really nice field, so... I mean, our, our field condition has not always been that great. But we've got the best arena, I can say that much. <laughs> yeah, the best locker yeah. rooms, at least. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I can't argue against that. Wait, the away locker room, is it... The same design as ours, or no, just no, no. They, they have the, so the other locker rooms in our arena. Osaid has probably only been in our locker room because we we've got these very nice lockers and our our, names our on it. Yeah, our home locker room is the biggest in the entire arena, uh, but the other locker rooms are still of a good size and. But they have normal benches and hooks on them. Yeah. But they're good sized, and the whole thing kind of looks fresh and new. I think they're really nice compared to some other locker rooms that you've been to. Like, yeah. Uh, well, you, you need to change like 15 minutes away from the field. Yeah. Gothenburg's, the water doesn't run in some toilets. But yeah, Ludo, you can imagine how upset we are because we're used to like, you saw our road locker rooms, our own home locker room is even nicer. And whenever we go on the road, we walk into a locker room and go, ah, oh, fuck, this yeah. is terrible. I can see that. <laughs> like when it's only benches, like how do people live like that? Broke people. <laughs> Like, should we go to the questions? Yeah, we. I think we've been run, running uh, quite long here. But what, we, we have some questions that we like to ask all of our guests. And we will uh, ask them to you as well, Lude. Yep. So, the, the first one. What is your favorite football concept? Oh, four verts. Four verts. Okay. Easy. <laughs> is, is there a reason why? Uh, I just feel like it's a good concept. Works on the field, works perfect on Madden. It's just a, it's a reliable concept. What, what what if your opponent is in quarters coverage though? Well, then it sucks. <laughs> uh, after a couple of yards, it's pretty much just man coverage. So. Okay, the second question here: What's your favorite football uniform? Uh, in the entire world or in Sweden? Yeah. yeah, any any uniform ever. Oh shoot! These are good questions. Uh. I can't remember what year it was, but Oregon had these all-white uniforms with a silver helmet a couple of years ago. They were pretty Oregon sick. always have nice stuff. Yeah, Oregon always have nice uniforms, but I can't remember what year it was, but they were really nice. The Oregon all-white ones? Yeah. Okay, second question here. It's a two-part question. You probably heard of it. The least skillful position in football. <laughs> Uh, Roast your teammates, yes. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, oh, no tackle for sure. No tackle. Isn't William your no tackle? Will? 
Yeah. Uh, sometimes, yeah. He's skillful, though. The, the position is unskillful. Yeah, it is. What is the most skillful position? Quarterback. See, the most biased answer of all time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I don't disagree with that answer. There are a lot. There is a lot that goes into playing quarterback. Yeah. Your question, Andre. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what is your favorite position in football, but you're not allowed to say your own position? Uh, I'm going to be honest. If I had the size, I would love to play O-line. So... You still miss your left guard days? Yeah, but I will probably... I want to play left tackle if I could pick. Blindside like, protector. I feel like playing playing O-line must be one of the funniest things you can do. The only team that makes it look fun is Gothenburg because their center and tackle is really good and they like pull all the time and do random shit. So they, they look fun when they play. Otherwise, yeah. very boring position. I just feel like Oland always, or the Olands that I've been a part of, they always have this great chemistry and fun, a good time together. I feel like I want to be a part of it. If I had a size, I would love to be a part of that. As a like younger day center, it's actually decently fun sometimes until you learn, like you don't you do wrong, so your quarterback gets his ass kicked. That's yeah. not the fun part. That, that that that's the whole chemistry thing. Everyone needs to work together, and everyone needs to know what everyone is doing. Then, then you can have some synergy, and you'll be able to protect your quarterback. Exactly. But sometimes you face a very good ta nose tackle, then you have issues. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if you're simply getting overpowered at the line of scrimmage, then you've got problems. Yeah, tell me, you only need chemistry to block Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's actually a really good argument. <laughs> he shoved that synergy up in nowhere. <laughs> that's actually a really good point. Uh, See, chemistry works until you face like a real talent, then then you need more. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not wrong. Okay, the second uh, my questions now. I keep forgetting them. What's who's the best? team you played against and the best player you played against? Hmm. I'd say Anders Hermansson is probably the best player I've seen. He was really good. Um, there has to be some sort of Costa team. I can't remember what years, but Costa was really good a couple of years. You can just pick one, 2015, 2017. Yeah, years. It doesn't well, really matter. I had like a decade of success to just pick one of those teams. <laughs> but one, who's the best defensive player? Because you mainly play offense. Player, um... Maybe a DB you've never dared throw on or a D lineman who sacked you three times in one game. Uh, it calls to have an amazing D tackle those days. Yeah, I gotta think. There's been so many guys throughout the years. Who left a mark on your soul? Um, I think Kilonkana was really good. Who? Uh, Christian Kilonkana. I think that's how I pronounced his yeah. last pronounced. Yeah, really good. Um, I probably, I probably pick him. But there's been a lot of good guys. Pick any name from any constable player, probably him. <laughs> yeah. Andre's gone. Vi ska ni redigera och sånt också. Ja. Ja, bra. Sitter jag bara och 
avsluta avsluta Andre. Ja, jag, jag behövde plugga i laddaren. Min data hade dött annars. <laughs> okay, so th- thank you for those answers to uh, our questions. I thought they were uh, some well-formulated answers, Luda. Thank you. And uh, now, I'll, I'll see you on the field this season. I, I hope I'll get a sack or two against you. Yep, we'll see. We just, will indeed see. Just make sure you don't sack me too hard. Okay, I'll I'll take it easy on you. We can lay down on the ground together. For yeah, a I'll, I'll, I'll I'll just go up and like high five you. That means you go down, right? You sack me how the NFL referees want the linemen to sack quarterbacks nowadays. That'd be good. Give him a quick foot massage on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> like in. I'd love a pillow underneath my head. <laughs> The good night story. Maybe some food. I don't know. Hey, sounds like a plan, sir. Uh, thanks a lot for coming on the podcast. It's been thank really fun having you on. Thank you for having me. And uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, please make sure you go follow our Instagram account. We're at Gridirons of Europe. Go follow our Twitter account. We're at Gridirons Europe. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace.